You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number three. Well, hey there, welcome back to those of you who have been listening, and hello, hello to those of you who are new to this podcast. So last Friday was Valentine's Day, and since it was a Friday, I think really we could think of it as more like a Valentine's Day weekend, and then given that Monday's a holiday for a lot of folks, it's actually a holiday weekend. So... Today's topic is 50 Shades of Abundance. So how do you like the way I turned that into a much bigger deal? (laughs) Uh, Actually, that's really not how it works, but it was fun anyway. Since we're on the topic of Valentine's Day, I thought I would share a funny post with you. It's actually a singles ad that appeared in the Atlanta Journal, and it reads... Single black female seeks male companionship. Ethnicity not important. I'm a very good looking girl who loves to play. I love long walks in the woods, riding in your pickup truck, hunting, camping, and fishing trips, cozy winter nights lying by the fire. Candlelight dinners will have me eating out of your hand. When you get home from work, I'll be at the front door wearing only what nature gave me. Call 404-555-1212 and ask for Daisy. So what makes this singles ad so special? Well, over 1,500 men found themselves talking to the Atlanta Humane Society about an eight-week-old black Labrador retriever. Well, it really speaks to the human need to feel loved. And I would say even the opportunity to love, right? It puts us in a state of abundance. Very much like when you're feeling grateful. So both of those put us in states of abundance, right? So just a quick recap in the first episode. I talked about the learning cycle, or TLC. And then last week, we talked about states of scarcity versus abundance and how important it is that we are in a state of abundance when we're making decisions. And it's when we make decisions in that state that we're going to make better ones that actually align with our weight loss goals. If you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, I would definitely recommend that you go back and listen to episodes one and two. Those are really the foundation here of what we're talking about when it comes to the mindset you need for weight loss to be easy. For that struggle to stop, okay? So what I want to do today is 
really talk you through how to uncover self-limiting beliefs that you may have, and then how to reframe them using the 50 shades of abundance. So that again, your beliefs align with your feelings, which then align with the actions that you'll be taking. So abundance shows up in the learning cycle in a couple of places. Just a quick recap, okay? So step one of the learning cycle is the situation, right? Those are the inputs. Step two are the thoughts and beliefs. I would say that when we talk about states of abundance, step two is key. Step three is the interpretation. Step four is the emotion. So that's when you're actually feeling that state of abundance. And then step five are all the different choices you have available to you. Step six becomes which one you choose to do, your response. And step seven are the outcomes. So where you see abundance show up, most importantly, would be in step two and step five. Today, we're going to focus on step two. So we're talking about your thoughts, those beliefs, or maybe a better way to put them is those conclusions that you've drawn without questioning. Some examples of that would be when you talk about not having enough time or not having enough money to do something or not fill in the blank enough. So not smart enough, uh, not pretty enough, not thin enough, not fit enough. I would say even thoughts like I'm too old or I'm too young, either one of those. Things like, it's too late for me, or I should be further along or further ahead, or if only I could do this, then I would be happy. If only I could lose weight, if only I could, whatever, fill in the blank. Even things like, if you want it done right, you have to do it yourself. And then, Probably for women, more often than men, there's this thought or belief that you need to put other people's needs before your own. That that's like, as a mom, I hear that a lot. And you also hear folks say that, just like on the airplane, that you put your own mask on before you help others, before you assist others, where self-care isn't selfish. And it all sounds good, but a lot of times we really don't believe it. So today we're actually also going to go through the progression that needs to take place to shift from going from a self-limiting belief to a self-lifting belief. All right? So... Again, if you start something with I'm not blank enough or I don't have enough 
whatever the case may be. That's scarcity. If you catch yourself starting something with, why can't I fill in the blank? Why can't I be consistent with exercise? Why can't I figure this out? What if I do this and it doesn't work out? Those are all questions or statements where we're actually looking for reasons why something can't work. Do you see what I mean? And those are based on the premise that you can't do something. And in this case, the premise is the self-limiting belief. And your brain will go and find all the evidence it can find to support that assertion. And that's all it is. But because your brain does that, you end up finding answers to support why that's actually the case. We want to put ourselves in a position where our brain is looking for solutions. It's not looking for reasons to support why we can't accomplish something. Because there's plenty of evidence if we ask the right questions to play to our strengths, to get us to where we actually want to be. So when I talk about the 50 shades of abundance, I'm actually talking about a progression of statements that take you from a self-limiting belief to a self-lifting belief. And a lot of times, those will actually also show up in the form of a better question. So when we talk about creating a progression, we're not talking about going from I'm not good enough to I am more than enough in one step. Granted, you might see it in the movies like Goodwill Hunting, where someone after just a few therapy sessions has this huge breakthrough. But I think it's more like when you're watching a cooking show and with the magic of television, something that takes two hours to prepare, right, can actually be done in 10 minutes. Now, just to be clear, the realization is an aha moment. The realization that it is a belief and that that is not a permanent thing. It's not a character flaw or personality trait. That is a huge breakthrough. But to go from one end of the continuum of I can't to I can and I will and actually believe it to be true is usually more of a progression than a switch that just flips. So I'll give you an example. How many of you have made a statement similar to this? I'll never lose the weight. Or if I knew how, I would have done it by now. So the opposite of that, if you were to say it, probably isn't believable. At least not right now. However... What you could do, so one of the things we want to do here with the learning cycle 
is to become more aware of our thoughts. In other words, we're going to become the observer. For those of you who have some experience with meditation, that's a lot of what is being practiced. That if you're trying to focus on just your breath and you feel thoughts popping in your head, the goal is to let go and just observe them going by. In a lot of cases, not all meditation, but if we're talking about trying to become more aware of our thoughts, that would be one of the things. Another method that I'm aware of that I think actually works really well is referred to as like journaling or thought downloads. And in that case, it's almost like stream of consciousness. You're just going to write everything that you're thinking and then be able to then read it and observe your thoughts. So either one of those is fine. All right, so if you were an observer of your thoughts, then you might find yourself thinking, I keep thinking that I'll never lose weight. And that's that's okay to have that thought. See, already we've put a pause in there, right? So further along the progression would be something like, I'm open to the possibility that I will lose this weight by creating healthy habits. And then I have the ability to figure out how to make that happen. See how much more optimistic that sounds? If, if you were to say that now, is that something that you would believe? Because that's a, that's a ready like two steps from I'll never lose weight, right? Okay, further along the progression would be I'm working on believing that I will lose this weight because I can figure this out. And then really now we get to that opposite statement, which is I can and will lose this weight because I know I can figure this out. And I will seek the resources and the expertise needed to make that happen. So whatever you need to do to come up with those intermediate steps to get to that last statement, that's what you might want to journal about. Because this is only a podcast. (laughs) I can't actually coach you like I would in a one-on-one session. But I can share with you a real-life example of my own where I applied the learning cycle method, and it really did make a huge shift for me. So this actually came up as I was thinking about this particular podcast episode. And clearly, my brain went in search of something with an emotional charge. So the incident that I'm going to share with you occurred in college between my sophomore and junior year at Michigan. So I had just gone through a breakup with my boyfriend. And when I am sad, I end up completely losing my appetite. And that happened back then. So it was summertime. I was working 
during the summer. I remember for a full week getting up, going to work, not really wanting to eat anything. So I didn't. And then I would get home and I don't actually drink alcohol, but I would go dancing as a way to not think about how sad I was. So I would go dancing for a couple hours, pretty much exhaust myself so that I would actually go to sleep and then get back up, go to work and repeat that whole thing, rinse and repeat. And by the end of that week, I had actually lost five pounds. And over the weekend, my folks came to visit me and my mom actually commented on how I had lost weight and that I looked really good. And I remember just thinking all she cares about is that I lost weight. Can't she see that I'm miserable and I really just want to be comforted? So this is my 19 or 20 year old brain in that situation, interpreting what my mom had done. And as I thought about it, it still had so much charge when I thought about it that way. And I kind of took a step back and said, okay, well, I know better now than when I was 20. Parents are doing their best. Do I really believe that my mom only cared about that? Or could it be, could I leave room for the possibility that she didn't know how to broach the topic, that she perhaps saw that I was in pain, but didn't know what to say and thought, well, I can focus on maybe the silver lining here and maybe that will help her feel better, right? And as soon as I left open that possibility that my original interpretation may not have been accurate, all that charge went away. So that was me applying the learning cycle method or TLC method where I allowed myself to look at those thoughts and interpretations and come up with a different meaning. And just from that, the feelings that welled up inside me were completely different. So I bring that up because I wanted to also, since we just had Valentine's Day, I wanted to make sure that you're aware of the five love languages. There's actually a book by Gary Chapman, The Five Love Languages. And if you don't know what they are, number one would be words of affirmation. So things like, thanks for taking out the garbage versus something like, it's about time you took the garbage out, right? (laughs) All right. Um, Number two would be gifts. Number three would be acts of service. So doing something for someone else, right? Whether it's washing the dishes or doing the laundry, those would be all acts of service. Number four would be quality time where the person's giving you their undivided attention. So a lot of times you'll hear someone say like quality over quantity. Number five would be physical touch. So that would be things like holding hands, hugging, right? Those kinds of things. So those are the five love languages. And one of the things that 
you want to do, especially if you're feeling disappointed with how someone else is responding to you, might be to consider that their primary love language, so that's the one that really speaks to them the most deeply, may not be the same as yours. And if their primary way of showing love may be words of affirmation and yours might be physical touch, then if you can recognize that, you can then interpret what's happening in a completely different way. All right, does that make sense? So we covered a lot of ground today. Hopefully you're getting a really good feel for what I mean when I say that beliefs aren't actually facts. They're conclusions that you've drawn from your past and you have the ability to change those beliefs or at least reframe so that you come up with a different interpretation. So in the next episode, I'm going to be focused on the 50 shades of abundance or that continuum, but we're going to be looking at uh, step five, which are all the choices, all the options that you have in the learning cycle. And again, we're going to be going for the state of abundance. All right. So I'll leave you with another one of my favorite quotes by Dr. Maya Angelou. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B dot com. And sign up for my free three-day course. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens.